the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use. And today we have some amazing good news from a brand new organization that is being put together by three wonderful, wonderful uh, women. And the name of the organization is Inca Garden Patio Arts. And they do such a wonderful, wonderful thing with their fundraisers and everything they do go toward the benefit of these organizations. So I just want to bring them in and uh, introduce you to them. And of course, they're Karen Butler and uh, Inca Instant. I said, I know I probably messed that up. <laughs> Please forgive me. And Darlene Pilsner. Welcome, welcome. Good afternoon to you, ladies. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, we're glad you're here. Thank you so very much. Let's just get started with the obvious, obvious question of whose idea was this to have this um, organization that strictly raised money for other organizations? Whose idea was that? I think it was a combo. Inga and I were working together in a garden project. And mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, things just didn't materialize anymore with what we were doing. And so we decided, well, how can we do something for the community? And mm-hmm. we decided we'd start with helping children. Wow. That is great. So you have you always had an affinity? I mean, I know if you had your own family, but other children, you've had an affinity for helping them like that? Along the way. Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, of course, they may have their own children, but outside of that, they're not interested in in doing anything else for those children that are over there. But uh, so this is a wonderful thing that you're doing. So now tell us about when you started doing that. So how did you come up with, well, okay, we want to help them. So how did you choose who to help? I know that you wanted, you figured out who to help, but in particular, you've got three organizations specifically, the CASA and SAFE and Family Connections. Uh, how did they just come about? Because I know there's many, many others out there. That was Darlene. Darlene yeah. was involved with that. Yeah. Part of our Episcopal Church, St. Clair's in Blairsville, we are mission-driven in many ways. And these are organizations that we, as a congregation, have supported regularly for years. Mm-hmm. And so because they were familiar, I mentioned them and it just bloomed from there. Then Inca and Karen met with them and learned more about them firsthand about what their needs might be. So the collaboration again. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of collaboration, because uh, Inca and uh, Karen, it was just them two in the beginning. How did you come into the picture, uh, Darlene? <laughs> How did that come about? I think it was because of the uh, lost look in their eyes of <laughs> this wonderful idea, but how do we get people to come? How do we know? And uh, 
wanted to help them get the word out. And I have been blessed through the years with lots of friends who do business marketing and children who do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm always listening to what somebody else does. And so I thought, well, I could take some of the knowledge I've gleaned and do a little thing. I had no idea it was going to keep growing like this. So I am firmly entrenched in this organization. (laughs) (laughs) And without her, we certainly would not be able to accomplish what we've accomplished. She's our tech person for sure. Now, when you say that without her, we wouldn't be able to accomplish what we've accomplished now. And I said, you guys were brand new. So how far have you gotten, uh, to this date, how many of those fundraisers? 90 days, that's it. We've mm-hmm. been uh, having fundraisers, and we did not start doing any of the artwork until the end of January. So we've created and created and created just every single day, probably, at least um, 46 days a week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's almost like a full-time job. <laughs> that's why i do just the marketing <laughs> oh my goodness yeah because that that would take a lot now to so when you do as you said it's like 90 days so how do we each of you have parts so now we've heard uh darlene said hey that's why i just do the marketing <laughs> that's my job so how do you divide or, or what else do inca do and what do you do Karen, specifically? Me, I pretty much have everything in my basement, all the parts in my basement. And mm-hmm. during the day, during the evening, I put together pieces that I think that might work together. And then Karen comes and looks at them and she embellishes and adds and makes sure that everything glues and fits the way it does. And um, that's why we gave her the nickname, the gluer, because she's the <laughs> final one to put them together. <laughs> and I will add that we also have a name for Inga. She's okay. the whip. <laughs> the whip. Okay. The whip. She keeps us in line. Mm-hmm. So now. Somebody's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it because it has to be somebody that's keeping us on track. All right. Come on. Let's go. We messed around here long enough. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. <laughs> and that's the same way with me and doing these podcasts. Now, in, in, in this podcast, there, there are going to be a lot, a lot of people to to hear this and to listen to this. So the message that you want to get out, uh, obviously, you know, is fundraisers. So you want people to come to the fundraisers. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that the pandemic seems to be easing off a little bit, so you ladies are, are probably planning more fundraisers uh, pretty soon, yeah. spe- especially since this is uh, right in the spring season. And uh, okay. so now how many have you had to date? Three. Three to date. And they've all been successful. And we've reached our goal each time. Amazing. Amazing. So now, so, and you divide this up between the three organizations or is there a fourth one? Correct. Right. And they give us their wish list of what items we need. Mm -hmm. And which, of course, changes monthly, weekly, whatever. In particular, we got a call from SAFE saying that they needed diapers. So we provided 700 diapers, (laughs) diaper rash cream, Mm -hmm. um, gloves, wipes, wipes, powder. So I don't know how long that will last for them, but we stepped up to the plate and delivered those. 
Nice. Now, a lot of people that are hearing this probably have never heard of these organizations. So if you could, please, uh, would you say what CASA is about, what SAFE is about? You just described a little bit about SAFE. And then, so would you go on to tell us what are these? uh, We got their names, but what Mm -hmm. do they do individually? Okay. You want to do CASA? Well, CASA is an organization that helps children, usually welfare children, running through the court system because of their home life. Abuse of some sort of neglect. They have advocates that they appoint that take the child as theirs, um, spiritually, mentally, and walk with them, so to speak, through the court system, every court date, everything. They do interviews with families. They talk with any place the child's involved with so they can get an idea and sense of who this little bit person really is and what would be the best future provided for them. And they have, it's serious, it's an oath they take, it's legal through the court system. They will go to court and advocate for them one way or the other, whether they should be able to return home when the home life is better, or if that was unsuccessful, they suggest other alternatives for this child to have the best path to a good future. And so that's an incredible big need everywhere, especially in this part of the country. Yeah, you're right. That is everywhere. I mean, uh, the children, they do need an advocate. Somebody needs to stand up for them because when they go to court and oh, my goodness, I mean, they're almost like forgotten about because they're they're, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying the trauma the kids experience just by when when the call, as they say, comes in, it's usually late at night, early morning. Mm-hmm. The child has either been asleep or been listening from another room of abuse happening, mm-hmm. or maybe it's happening to them. Cops were called the middle of the night, the darkest part of the day. The, the authorities come and take this child from their home. Mm. With the pajamas they're wearing and some few things thrown into a black trash bag. And one of the things Inca did originally and continues to try and do is to at least provide a little suitcase so that when they have to leave their home, they have something that mm. looks nice instead of a trash bag, because, you know, that's the trash bag means things we're getting rid of. And we yeah. don't want that for the child to connect and think they're disposable because they're not. Wow. That is so, so cool. And so spot on too, because you're right. A trash bag is that's represented of trash. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, and, to to have on that little bitty mind that brain because it they see this it's in their mind it's never going away and uh, so that is so good the suitcase wow so you provide that for them that is amazing good good job it's the little, it's the little rolling suitcases and we sometimes put other things in there just as comfort for them nice I bet you Casa was happy to see y'all Wait, come, come on in come on in <laughs> they were happy and he bring that suitcase with you man that's great <laughs> thank you fantastic good job uh, and so okay I tell you what uh, Darlene thank you very 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 much for that so uh, tell us about SAFE uh, which one of you ladies want to say SAFE okay, talk about I'll SAFE talk about SAFE SAFE is uh, an organization that is for women who are victims of domestic violence, Mm -hmm. emotional trauma, and their children too. 
So they provide a, a space in a home for them to live and try and get them back into the community with help from um, some of the safe stores that you see, the thrift stores. Right. Those are fundraising for them also. And also they can come in with a voucher and purchase things from them or just are given to them. Hmm. You know, that sounds uh, like some things they really need. I want to, I want to unpack that just a little bit more, but we've come up on a spot here that we got to take a station break, give our sponsors an opportunity to step in, do what they do, say what they say, because we need them without them. We'd be in trouble. So we're going to just take just a moment to step aside and we'll be right back. Folks, don't go away. We'll be back with Inca garden and patio. Tar Heel basketball, Cam's Panthers, Asheville's eclectic nightlife, and the Great Smoky Mountains. It belongs to us, too, out here in extreme Carolina. Once again, here's Michael Borkman. Be sure to visit our brand new website, michaelborkman.com, to access exclusive online content, including over 150 episodes of previous content for free. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Extreme Carolina. And lastly, if you don't want to miss an episode with our amazing guest, and trust me, you don't, you can now subscribe to our podcast and let the new episodes come to you automatically. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Extreme Carolina. Today, we have been very, very blessed and fortunate to have with us a really nice and spanking brand new organization that's called Inca Garden Patio and Arts. And they are, they supply, they do fundraisers and uh, they help these other organizations that we were talking about on the other side of the break. And we're going to come right back to where we were. And we were talking to Karen as she was talking about safe and what safe does and what the things they do for them. So you were saying at the point that we had to take a station break, uh, Karen, that uh, the things that you or your organization do for SAFE. Can you pick up and, and go from there? Um, one of the things that the wish list that they had was that we provide sheets, mm -hmm. blankets, comforters, pillows, um, towels, toiletries. Uh, so when these women are ready to leave SAFE, they can start off fresh and they can take everything with them mm -hmm. that they've been given at the safe house. Mm. So this is uh safe is as it says safe. It's a place that the women maybe with children or whatever go to so they can feel safe. And yeah, right. uh and so and in that place they don't have nothing. They were just they oh, ran yeah. to it probably just mm -hmm. to close on their back, you right. know, because they wanted to be safe, which is a shame. But we do live in a society where domestic violence happens and it happens way more than people realize. And uh, I'm sure you ladies do know this because you're associated with this organization. So mm -hmm. so providing them. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're I was just to say? going to tell you that safe stands for. Support and Abusive Family Emergencies. Hmm. One more time for us, please. 
support in abusive family emergencies. Hmm. So when times are at their worst, this mm-hmm. is a safe place to go. Wow. Really, that, yeah. Circles that, around too. Yeah, that that's a good, uh, somebody had a great idea to come up with those acronyms and they actually mean something it just <laughs> said of just words. They mean exactly what it is. And so, uh, so, and that was now, and I know that you said in the beginning when I said, well, how did you come up with picking these? And you both looked at Darlene and said that she helped us and she helped us to come up with them. And so Darlene's church that she belongs to, uh, they do a lot of outreach. And part of that outreach was these three. Is that correct? Or close to it these is. three? It really is. Um that's what drew us to the church when we moved to the area is it was about missions. It wasn't about how big a building will we own and how nice will we be good to ourselves. It was mm-hmm. what can we do for those who need us? How mm-hmm. can we share our time, talent, and treasures with others to better the world? Mm-hmm. And so we're all inclusive with anybody, and we have a huge heart for those that are struggling. Well, Folks can hear and see the bigness of your hearts that you have here with the uh, Inca Garden Patios because you you nailed it right there, darling. It's about giving back. It's all about giving back because a lot of us, we don't have to have gazillions of dollars to help people. We could just take what we got, the the our just abilities. Which is why I love what you ladies are doing, because you're taking your individual talents and putting it to work for these organizations. And you come up with because uh, I love I love the, the, the acronym that uh, uh, that 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 Karin was was given to Inca. You know, we call her the whip. <laughs> and so she, she whip us into shape. And so she keeps, she's all like the motivation to keep you going, to keep you going. And you need that motivational person. And speaking of that, let's bring her in. I guess she is the one that's going to talk about the family connections. And uh, Darlene's going to take that. She's letting that. me do that. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. All right. Well, yeah. well, well, see, she's okay. Go yeah. ahead. Family Connections is is a huge organization throughout the whole state, but they are kind of like, if you can think of the, the needs in the organizations that help children and families, they're kind of like the beginning of the path. They work with all the others to help identify mm-hmm. who's in needs and whatever. That way, we don't have the issue of abuse of services because people are double dipping here and there, but right. we're having a real focus impact of okay this is the family and this is what their needs are they need safe or they might need casa or maybe they just need the family nucleus going through some really tough times and being homeless and evicted and living in a car and kids not being able to go to school so they can work with the governmental agencies that provide support and other nonprofits to really make the, the right impact in the most efficient way. Hmm. And, and that's family connections and their uh, organization is, as you say, it is huge. It's big and it's all over the state. It's probably in other states as well. Or is right. it just this state? It's okay. Yeah, that's what it's I thought. It's the largest in the state. It's the largest organization in the state, but it is a national 
working system that's helping people everywhere because the needs they don't know county lines they just know people absolutely because the needs are the needs and they can be anywhere like you said i like how you said that they don't the needs don't know county lines i mean it is what it is it could be right there in young harris or right over here in uh um in Hayesville, which is where I'm at, you know, and so there's some needs over here, guarantee. And there's probably some organizations uh, that do what you do, but I don't know of them. I've never heard of one that does what you ladies do. You take things and put them together and you have these fundraisers and you take 100% of the profits. Is that, am I saying that right? You take all the money you get. You don't like slide $20 here in your pocket, uh, Inga or, or Darlene. So, you know, I've been working really hard on this marketing. I need at least $100 for it. So none of that's happening? <laughs> no, nothing. Not all the money goes, all the profits are going back to the agencies. Now, if somebody comes to the sale and says, I just came to make a donation and I only want to send the money to CASA and I have personal reasons, that money right. is set aside so it goes directly to CASA, but all the other funds that are raised that are not earmarked, listed okay. earmarked thank you, mm -hmm. um, they are divided equally. Mm -hmm. And then the problem. Yeah, and, yeah, and the, pay, the people that um, the agencies, if they have their wish list, you know, then these two ladies who happen to like to shop We'll go shop for. <laughs> yeah, I can I can definitely see Karen being a shopper, no doubt. <laughs> I bet you she's pretty good at that. Comes in after cracker. Well, you know that 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 brings me about. You know, it, even though the name of the group is called Inca Garden Patio Arts, that's just a name. But what moves this? is you three ladies, you yourselves. And it's about what, you know, who you are, what you do. I mean, because I'm really so fascinated with the name uh, Inga Instan, which uh, it, that's a German name. You know, I'm having a hard time pronouncing it. So that means that your roots are from another country. And, uh, but yet and still, here you are in this country doing what we do. So we like to ask a couple of little questions about each of the uh, the individuals, nothing real hard, nothing real safe. But now, let me ask you this. Coming from another country, probably was a long time ago. How long have you been in this country, as a matter of fact? 60-some oh, years. I came in 1962 with my family. Oh, I was 15 when my parents immigrated to the United States from Germany. Oh, my goodness. I bet that was a complete culture shock. Oh, I can tell you. Five hours worth of stories. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I know. I if you took me. It, it took me at that age and went and dropped me into Germany or wherever. I was say, but take me back, <laughs> take me back where I just came from. But you were here, and so mm -hmm. that was great. So now let me ask you a question that we like to ask most of the guests here. What's the best advice that you've ever received, Inca, in your life? What's the best advice? The best advice, I think, was from my grandmother. Uh -huh. And um, short before we were leaving Germany, and I was, like I said, 14, mm -hmm. when she told me that always stay true to myself and to be a good person and to do the best I know how. 
and wow. always look forward, never look back, and make the most of every day. That's some solid advice. <laughs> yeah. And you were just 14 at that time. Say, take this with you, baby. Here, just always remember this. And you have taken that advice and put that in your heart and have lived it out. Yeah. Uh, that is so amazing. So, uh, you know, that, you know that, that's a great question I like to ask all of my guests. And uh, as a matter of fact, let me ask that same question of you, Karen, what's the best advice you've ever received? I think the grandmothers went out here. <laughs> My grandmother was from Sweden and she lived with us. Oh. And as a, a young whippersnapper, I think I was kind of sassy sometime or gossiping. And she said, <laughs> don't you ever speak badly about anyone. You don't know what they're going through. So mm. That was it. <laughs> wow. Now, that is so, so true. But we, as human beings, as that sin nature in us, we have that little bitty thing in us that says, um, you know, we tend to want to judge somebody. And when we judge them, it, judging them is not a good thing. I mean, that's not for us to do. You know, and so I like that. That's some great advice. That's some great advice. Now, I had talked to Darlene uh, earlier or last time about her advice, and it blew me away, the advice she had gotten. I mean, not that you two ladies wasn't. That was good, too. But while I'm at it, let me just get hers as well. Uh, please tell us about the best advice you've ever received, Darlene. Becca Stevens, who is an Episcopal priest out of Nashville, Tennessee, said, Love heals. And she's so right. She was an abused child and she has become an Episcopal priest, never strayed from God. She was, a, the incidents happened in the church facilities, but she never equated God's love with what this man was doing to her. And she has developed over the last 30 years, helped grow an organization called Thistle Farms, and it mm -hmm. allows women to come mm -hmm. off the street from drugs, prostitution, abuse, whatever their reason. They unjudge. They make a two-year commitment to live in this house, heal themselves by loving themselves and others who have walked similar paths. And while they're there, of course, they get the Christian faith mm -hmm. education, but they're allowed to believe as they want to believe. It's not an indoctrination that you must follow or a cult of mm. any kind. Right. But they also work Thistle Farms Cafe, and they now have manufacturing company where they make candles and soaps and things, and they have branched out globally mm -hmm. and are helping women in third world countries oh my goodness. have cottage industries to generate funds for them to just eat, just to have money for food. And it's all fair trade. It's all fair along the line because love heals. And that's really the bottom line. Mm, that is awesome. Well, well said. I, I love that. And I can see how you were drawn to this particular organization because oh. it, it, it helps to uh, bring out your at heart that you have heart for people to help folks. And uh, you think you've probably been that way for years, if not your whole entire life, Darlene. Well, yeah, probably. But, <laughs> you know, but, the, but to me, it's always been the most joy 
is making somebody look good or have something or do better somehow improve their life. And it can be totally invisible. You don't need any credit for it because the joy you're given supersedes anything you could receive that's tangible. Mm, Wow. Yeah. So I guess it's been a lifestyle. Mm, How about that? How about that, Inga? Is that pretty much how you feel as well? That you get the joy from from putting stuff together in your basement? Yeah, I've been told many times to stop giving away so much because I have nothing left. But, you know, I always have something left and giving it isn't a big issue. It's all awesome. material stuff. Yeah. If you can help somebody else. Didn't help them. <laughs> well, you know, that 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 is so good. I, I know we kind of we coming up on running out of time. But before we do, I, I want to make sure that people know how they can get in touch with you. If they have a heart too, that they want to reach out and do something for you ladies in terms of giving or in terms of whether material things, or they just want to email you or whatever. How do people contact you? I think of the, we're on social media, but I think the easiest and most direct way would be through Gmail would be Inca gardenart at gmail.com one more time at gmail.com okay and and that allows us to interact with answers and questions and ways they can help products they might need now that we've we're updating all of our, our our brochures and things so we'll be putting in the social media list of mm-hmm. ongoing needs and what they can do and, and sometimes if people will just call, and we have those phone numbers, and, and Karen's is 401-489-1790. You can call mm-hmm. or text her. Mm-hmm. That's 401-489-1780. I'm sorry, 1780. And, and having product, if you have it and you think you really want to give it to us, and mm-hmm. but you're not sure we can use it, Give us a call, contact us, reach out, and they can tell you what they use, what they don't use. But pretty mm-hmm. much, when they can be creative. Yeah. We repurpose everything. Yeah. It doesn't end up in the dump. Yeah. Repurpose. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. It doesn't end up in the dump. I'll have to remember that when I'm looking into my basement, see what I can come up with. And hey, bring it, I mean, it can be one thing. It can be 10 things alike. It can be 10 different things. It doesn't matter. They, they're just like, oh, and the light bulbs come on and they just start chit-chatting and I just stand back and look. I'm like, okay, go for it. You yeah. know, And people come and they're like, wow, we do have three things that we have here that we'd like to show. Please do. Maybe, mm-hmm. Okay. Here's one. When... This one, Inga saw this part of the shoe. This part of the shoe through a window of a thrift store that was closed. Just that part. And she's (laughs) banging on the window till the man lets her in. (laughs) (laughs) So they have that one. Okay. And this one, Michael. Uh If you look at this, you say, oh, okay, that's a flower. Uh But What's the flower made out of? It's a record. It's a record. Oh my goodness. So and it's uh Johnny Horton's greatest hit. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Using Johnny to the max. Yeah, I like it. 
these things, even though they're different and they're unusual connection of putting them together, that could be a, a chip dish. That can be a plant holder. It can be sitting on your counter and you throw your keys in it when you come in the house. You know, don't tell me you can't find your keys because you didn't put it in the room. You know? <laughs> and then there's just another pretty one. This one um, we did as a whimsical type of object for people. And we wow. did a similar one. And we sold this one to go with the, the other one. The people mm-hmm. loved it so much. Oh, my goodness. That is beautiful. That is. And those are just the types of things that you ladies have that people, you know, this is what if you want to come to one of the fundraisers, those are the types of things they may see. Right. And uh, that is fantastic. So speaking of fundraisers, when is the next one that you ladies are going to have? Well, I will tell you, it's going to be May 1st. And it's in Hiawatha, or is that Young Harris? Yeah, yeah, that's still Young Harris. Uh, okay. At North Georgia Golf Carts, right mm-hmm. on 60, 76, 76. I'm new here. I'm still getting used to the <laughs> Where you are. Well, I tell you what, the people around here are just glad that you ladies are here, that you came here, and that you are doing amazing stuff to what you're doing. God bless you. Thank you so, so very much. And uh, if you will throw that email out one more time along with the with the phone number, we're going to have to get out of here. So one more okay. time. The, the email is IncaGardenArt, all lowercases, at gmail.com. And Karen's number for phone or text is 401-489-1780. All righty. We'll put that on the show notes so people will be sure to see it. And we just want to thank each and every one of you ladies so, so very much. Uh, Inca, we, we appreciate you being here. Prayers for you and your family. And uh, Karen, you know, we definitely are, we appreciate you as well as Darlene. You ladies make up Inca Garden Patio and Art. Thank you so much for being on Extreme Carolina. We really, really appreciate it. And so ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers such as the ladies at Inca Garden Patio uh, that are passionate, purpose-driven, and making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have the opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. All right, folks, here we go. Quote of the week before we jump out of here. I got a real short and sweet one. Is simply this. Make each day your masterpiece. Give your best in everything that you do. Wow. That sort of sums up these ladies right there. So we want to appreciate everybody for being here. We thank you so much. We thank these ladies and we appreciate everybody for being on, but being listening to our show and looking at it. Thank you so, so very much. God bless you. We'll see you. Peace. We out.